Well, hello, listeners. Welcome to the Heal the Sick podcast. Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. It's a pleasure to have you here. Thank you for being on the show with us today and hanging out to see who our next awesome and amazing guest is. And uh, since coming back from a little break time that we took, I have uh, amazing guests, more lined up. It just keeps getting better. It's like glory to glory up in here. It's just getting better and better. And uh, joining me on the phone today is uh, a gentleman I've been trying for a little while to, to catch up with, and I'm finally glad we did. Uh, he is a director for Royal Family International Canada. So we got an international call up in here today. Uh, Royal Family International is uh, a uh, ministry that you, I'm sure you've heard of if you know the likes of people like Pete Cabrera. Um, he's also a with Wild King Ministries. And joining us from the Toronto area in the great white north of Canada, Eric Wilding. Eric, how are you? Welcome to the program. Great to be with you. Hey. Uh, excited to have you here, eh? <laughs> I speak fluent Canadian, so I'm, I'm right on this. Um, oh, it's it's uh, it definitely great to have you here. In our first segment, we always like to talk about healing testimonies. So in the work that you've done and the ministry time that you had, what is a like profound or wild healing testimony that you can share with us? Wow, there are so many of them. Uh, I guess I have a day job, uh, you know, I... I uh, ministry is is a lifestyle, and uh, have a day job. As uh, I'm a professor at a community college, and uh, a lot of ministry happens in the classes where I teach. I teach uh, English, and you know it's uh, a secular, you know whatever that means, but secular community college. And inevitably, in in my classes throughout each semester, uh, miracles happen. So I've had some amazing encounters there so maybe I'll just share a few of those sure um, when I, I guess when I early on when I started uh, praying for my students it was a bit of a shock for me <laughs> you know that I would be doing it because you know I didn't know what the reaction would be from the students or the administration and uh, in one of the first classes where I, I pray for the sick um, there was a young man in the class who had uh, scoliosis, you know, bad scoliosis, and he could barely lie down with, with um, out any pain. You know, his back had a severe curve in it. Well, we, you know, we prayed for him in Jesus' name. They just blessed him, and he felt his back straighten out. And the guy starts r- rolling on the floor and saying, there's no pain. There's no pain. And uh, meanwhile, all the students in the class, you know, there are about 30 students there, are just like, what is this? And he's, you know, rolling around on the floor, you know, back and forth. He could never do that before, I guess, without severe pain. And so uh, a young lady then came forward, and uh, she had been uh, deaf in one ear, completely deaf in one ear. And... Um, she had had, I think, two surgeries over the past several years and had not been able to cure any of the deafness in her ear. So she was completely deaf and she had a bit of a, a speech uh, impediment due to that. So she wanted to see, you know, she came up and said, you know, is it possible this guy got healed that this thing can go away as well? I said, well, let's let's pray and uh, I'll bless you. And meanwhile, she had one of these uh, really... I had never seen this before, some type of snake earring, which
was wrapped around the top of her ear and the head of the snake was going right into pointing right into the the hole where the the ear you know the canal was blocked or whatever it was where she was was completely deaf in that ear so i just you know put my finger on there and just said you know in jesus name ear open up I bless you or something like that i can't remember exactly what i said but then she just starts screaming and wailing and then she <laughs> I said, I can hear, I can hear and she's crying, sobbing, sobbing. Now all the class is watching this go on. This guy's were still rolling around on the floor <laughs> and she's screaming and hugging me, you know, and so just the glory of God was touching that that classroom and it was just, you know, one of the most profound uh, experiences that I had had and other people in that class were getting healed you know uh eyesight was being improved people you know they didn't need glasses and things like that which just it was a, a wild experience you know part of my ministries my ministry is called wild king ministries and you know i just believe jesus is is wild and untamable and i just see his his wildness uh and the holy ghost just touching people's lives and and, and transforming them in, in those classrooms yeah, that was that was one of the, the the early ones, and you know, since then I've seen hundreds and hundreds of uh, students getting touched in those classes. Um, so that that's just that's the first one. Uh, you want I can share a few more if you'd like. Yeah, uh, now quick question I, I just wanted to throw at you is in the uh, classroom setting, being that it's an educational institution, you know, a prayer and Jesus is not always the most welcome topic. Um, and, and despite the fact that sometimes people see healings and miracles with their own eyes, they still have issue with it. Um, did you have a lot of resistance from the rest of the class or were people kind of looking at you differently or how did the class respond after that? Well, you know, I, I set up a context in the class that I, I teach. Um, it's an English class, so we're studying, uh, you know, a lot of different authors in the class. And there are people from all kinds of backgrounds in my class. Toronto's probably like London or Paris or New York, Los Angeles, one of the most diverse cities in the world. And each class, there are people from all kinds of backgrounds. So I've got Muslims there, I've got Buddhists there, I've got atheists, you name it, Satanists. Um, so I say, you know, everyone has the right to share their opinion in this class. So people are open to that from the beginning. They say, you know, I'm going to share where I come from. So as I share that, that's where you see amazing things happen. You know, I just get to share who I am. I say, you know, I'm not forcing anyone to believe here, but I just want to share what I see God doing in my life and give that as a gift to others. So, you know, sometimes there's a resistance and sometimes unbelief. You know, I see people getting healed in class and sometimes healed through other students, sometimes healed through atheists, which is the exciting part. Mm. You know, when I just have an atheist lay hands on somebody and say, in Jesus' name, the person gets healed. So that, you know, raises questions, and then we start dialogue. I've had some amazing dialogues with students after class, develop friendships, and even though if they haven't come to faith, you know, to pro profess Jesus as Lord, there's something that's working there, you know, the Holy Spirit is working there. So um, 
you know, there, the resistance has been far less than I ever thought it would be. Uh, and occasionally I, I get a word from, you know, I think maybe once or twice I've had words from administrator types, but you know, it's, uh, you know, when I set up the context of what's going on, that tends to stop the questions. You know, it's, it allows for academic, you know, true academic freedom will allow for people to express who they are and where they're coming from. So I'm going, coming from that place. Uh, very good. Uh, we have about maybe a minute and a half before we have to wrap up the segment. Uh, tell us one more testimony. What can you share? Um, well, maybe I'll take you outside of the classroom setting and, and just take you on the streets. A lot of what I do is walking with people, uh, you know, on the streets and public places and, and just um, allowing the glory to flow through them and showing them what's possible. So um, I go, you know, travel around the world doing that and, you know, it's so exciting to see people flowing in the love of God and the power of God when it's flowing through them. Um, I was in Florida with a small group there and uh, this was in the, the Tampa area and we were just going around to various places and in the course of, um, it was about an hour, we went from a Walmart to a mall. At the Walmart, we saw a man who'd been confined to a wheelchair for th about three years, so basically unable to walk um, beyond you know, a step here, and then he always needed somebody's help due to uh, a condition, medical condition he had. I think it was diabetes and some other conditions related with that. You know, we prayed for him there, and, uh, and the excitement of watching the other people as they're praying as well, and the man get up from the wheelchair and start walking. <laughs> and, you know, it's just the joy to see the people, wow, this is possible in and through me. Wow, Jesus is doing this through me. And look what's happening to this man and how his life is being transformed and how he's praising God. So we went from that Walmart, and within the hour we went to a mall. We prayed for another lady who is in a motorized scooter, Another person who was basically unable to walk, I think she had spinal stenosis and a couple of other conditions as well, in severe pain, and uh, she got up from the scooter pain-free and just started walking and praising Jesus, you know. Again, you know, it was through the, the brothers and the sisters that were just uh, walking, we were walking together and, and sharing Jesus with people, and it's just, you know, such a joy to see that, and they see what's possible, and then they can start to walk it out themselves in public places, start to walk it out in their lives, start to walk it out, you know, wherever they go. That's one of the great joys of my life. Wow. This Jesus guy sounds very interesting. I don't know. <laughs> All right, we're up against our first break here. Eric Wilding joining us from uh, the Toronto area, um, director of RFI Canada, as well as Wild King Ministries. And we're going to be right back after this, and we're going to hear about more about his background and experience when we come back. So keep it locked right here. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast, presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. 
Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. Back on the Heal the Sick podcast, Million here with you, M-I-L-L-I-A-N. Make sure anytime you check out our website at dominionfire.com, which has been recently renovated and refreshed, looking nice and good there, and uh, you will find the entire catalog of the Heal the Sick podcast available to you in their entirety, so make sure you not only check that out, but please share it with a friend. If you are an iTunes or Stitcher user, please leave us uh, five stars, positive reviews, because the more we do that, the higher up the... uh, podcast goes in the rankings, the more people get to check this out. And this is the kind of message that the world needs to hear. This is what the world is groaning, waiting for. They want to, they want to see this stuff in action. And uh, the guests we have on our program are actually out doing this for real in the world, demonstrating it, putting it on display. And uh, our guest today, Eric Wilding, director from Royal Family International Canada, as well as Wild King Ministries by way of Toronto in Canada, joining us today. And Eric, would you please tell our audience about your background, your experience, and about yourself. Okay, sure. Um, let's see. Uh, you know, my dad was a pastor uh, growing up. Uh, we were in a, I guess, what could be considered as a, a sect or a cult when I, when I was a boy. Um, it was a group called the Worldwide Church of God. And uh, in his ministry, you know, despite uh, our, some of our very legalistic and cultish beliefs. Um, we saw, you know, people healed through his ministry in Jesus' name. A lot of what he did with, with healing prayer was anointing with oil and things like that. So we saw people healed from time to time. Um, that that uh, denomination or cult got flipped about 20 years ago and came into mainstream Christianity, and today is called Grace Community International. And... Uh, so I grew up in that group and came into the body of, you know, mainstream body of Christ, if you could say that, you know, came into mainstream Christianity. And when that happened, I was very much uh, looking for truth because I'd been so in error most of my life and went really into academics. So um, I was healed uh, still while I was in that cult of several profound learning disabilities. I grew up with uh, dyslexia and dysnomia and several learning disabilities. And around the time of my baptism, when I I was about uh, 22, uh, God healed me completely of that. And I went from uh, having very low grades to getting very high grades, you know, and going on for uh, uh, three undergraduate degrees, two master's degrees, and a doctorate. Uh, this was great and it was wonderful, and you know I was praising God for that that great healing in my life. Uh, but at the same time, uh, I was going into more of an academic understanding of God, you know, just through knowledge, through head knowledge, and my life was pretty messed up. Uh, you know, as I was going more and more into the world of the head, my uh, actual walking out, uh, my Christian walk was pretty pretty shabby, we could say. Um, but 
what happened during this period was Holy Spirit started really doing a work in me. I, I realized, I came to realize that I didn't have a close relationship with him as a person. I knew him kind of academically or knew it academically as, you know, many Christians do, more of as a power to be used uh, rather than a person to relate to. Um, my wife and I had our first child um, in 2005, um, and two weeks after the birth, we found out that that little baby, her name is Lily, had bacterial meningitis, E. coli bacterial meningitis. And the, we took her into the to the doctors, and the doctor sent us to the hospital, and the doctor, basically the admitting doctor, when they done, had done the tests, found out that she had this this condition and gave us that look that, you know, there's not much we can do. And he had said, if if there is anything we can do, you know, if she does live, she'll probably be profoundly disabled. Um, but we didn't cling to that diagnosis. You know, we cried a little bit. And my dad, you know, he was uh, a past, still a pastor and, you know, uh, in uh came over and we all prayed for her, we laid hands on her, and she got healed. Uh, and today she's a perfectly normal nine-year-old, you know, praise God. And uh, that just set a fire in me uh, to really know Holy Spirit as, you know, as a person, as my best friend, as, you know, the one who's closer to me than my own flesh. And get to know him and in getting to know him I got to know Jesus in a whole new way in a deeper way and Jesus kept leading me deeper and deeper into a relationship with you know, with Abba so you know really get to know Jesus's dad as daddy and and that really transformed my whole life and my whole walk and I came to see you know it was you know, about that relationship and sharing in that relationship and knowing who the Father, Son, and Spirit are. And then my identity is defined out of that relationship. My sonship, my uh, being a saint, all depends on that relationship and being in Christ. So that identity started getting stirred up in me as I really got to know them. So their identity Father, Son, and Spirit, and sharing love and life and who they are, and being pulled up into the, that relationship as a sharer in that relationship, allowed me to start to see what was possible in the kingdom, you know, because the kingdom is their relationship, and that we're taken up into as, you know, partakers into it, and that's really what, what uh, changed my walk, there, a, a major flip went on in my life that I started, stopped living out of my head and moving into my heart, and I had a profound, you know, dream. I don't know if it was really a dream. It was more of a, I was in lying in bed, and as I'm lying there, I heard the voice of the Father. I heard Abba say, you know, son, I've given you a, a brain transplant. I've taken out your brain, and I've put in my heart. And I just felt this incredible boom, 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 boom boom, boom, this pulsing in my head. And it was unlike anything I've ever experienced before. And a lot of that, you know, is the transformation going on in my life. And what I 
hopefully share with others is that is that love that it's about this love this relationship of the father and the son and the spirit and when i you know take people out on the streets or when i'm teaching people i'm teaching them that their primary identity is love that that even as he is even as god the father son and spirit are so are we in this world so everywhere we walk we have that identity of love because as they are love so are we and love you know the life of jesus is the manifestation of that love and my life is a is a testimony to that glory grace goodness uh, just flowing into people's lives you know and i'm just i'm along for the ride enjoying it and and the joy and the power that goes along with that that people's lives can be touched you know and people's lives can be transformed they can enter into that relationship and share in that relationship go from atheists unbelievers hindus you know whatever they may be just to see and experience that hey this jesus is real and this is you know he is love and it, that's everything to me and when i can share that with people that uh that's the greatest blessing in my life i think so tell us about Wild King Ministries and also your time with uh, RFI. Sure. So Wild King Ministries, as I had mentioned before, uh, is we uh, have a, the title "Flowing in the Love and Wonders of Abba, Jesus, and Holy Spirit." So it's about the flowing from the throne that we're seated in the heavenly places, already seated on in Christ, on the Father's throne, on the Father's lap, in that relationship. And everything flows by the Spirit from that place, from the Wild King himself. You know, my last name is Wilding, so it's a bit of a play on words. But uh, Jesus is the Wild King, and that he's untamable. You know, he's uncageable, unstoppable. No matter how we try to put him in a box, he's going to break through that box. Well, he can't be put in that box in the first place, so... Um, you know, we give all, all glory, honor, and praise to, to Jesus as, as Lord, as healer, as, as everything, our all in all. So, you know, Wild King Ministries is uh, very much uh, teaching and equipping to move in the fullness of the kingdom. And uh, whatever, however that manifests in any particular situation through uh, prophetic words, through signs and wonders, through miracles, through healing, and through relationship. So that's uh, Wild King Ministries, and uh, we're in association with uh, Royal Family International. Uh, Pete Cabrera Jr. is the, the head of uh, Royal Family International, which is um, just a, a brotherhood, sisterhood of, of like-minded believers moving in the same direction. Uh, walking in identity, walking in the fullness of life in the Father, Son, and Spirit. And uh, it's a, a teaching and equipping ministry. We have various schools, um, the School of Identity and the School of Sonship and the Agape School, of some various schools that we do, various places around the world, and uh, teach and equip believers just to relate in a, in a deeper way to Abba Jesus and Holy Spirit and walk out their identity in the kingdom. So that's uh, a bit about Royal Family. Uh, 
and there are more and more people coming on board. We're not a church or anything like that. We want people to stay in their churches and uh, live out the life of the kingdom in their church or in their small group, in their community, wherever they are, and uh, so that they can help the kingdom to, if we can speak that way, the kingdom to grow in and through them, through their walk in Christ. Wonderful. That's a, a pretty full roster. And, and listeners, uh, you know, you actually know me as being trained uh, with JGLM and also being a DHT, but I'm actually ordained by Royal Family International. So uh, we're, we're, I'm part of the brotherhood here. So yeah, it's uh, my brother over here. So uh, Eric Wilding joining us today. Wonderful, wonderful background and experience. Love hearing stuff like that. Love hearing people's journeys and, and kind of the flavor that they bring to it. It's really neat how, how God does that for people. And uh, it, it's so cool. I, I just love hearing it. So when we come back, um, Eric is going to share uh, in our lesson segment. So we're going to learn a little from his heart and then uh, find out how to contact them. And then we're going to wrap up in the third segment. So please, listeners, keep it here. We'll be back right after this. Don't nobody go nowhere. Thank you for listening to the Heal the Sick podcast presented by Dominion Fire Church. Our ministry is growing, and we would like to ask you to grow along with us. Currently, we are in need of financial support, and we are asking friends, listeners, and followers to help crowdfund this ministry on a monthly basis. If this program has blessed or inspired you, please help us to produce more and more episodes by becoming a monthly supporter of $5, $10, or whatever amount is in your heart to give. Your contribution helps us produce more programs, help the sick get healed, and also support Christian outreaches overseas. Please visit www.dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter for details and how to get started. Again, that's dominionfire.com slash monthly supporter. We thank you for your generosity and support. Dominion Fire Church, Las Vegas, Nevada. All right, listeners, third segment. We are up on deck. It is time. Joining me on the phone, Eric Wilding from uh, Toronto, up in that area, with Wild King Ministries as well as Royal Family International in their Canada division. And we've been hearing healing testimonies, background experience, just wonderful, wonderful information. And in this segment, we talk about a lesson. We talk about sharing kind of what's on your heart, what you want people to know. And uh, we're going into the book of John. Uh, he was a mystic. Now, we like John a lot here. He's, he's one of my faves. And uh, Eric, you got something from John 14, I believe. So what would you like to talk on? Yeah. Well, the message is all about union. Um, you know, there's no separation between the Father and the Son and between the Son and the Father and the Spirit, in the Spirit and us as well as we're included in that relationship. So I'm just going to talk a little bit about John 14, uh, verse, starting in verse 11. You know, uh, Jesus, this is in the context of where Philip says, you know, show, show us the Father. And, and Jesus says, you know, Philip, have I been with you so long that you don't know that it, who has seen me has seen the Father? You know, so Jesus is really talking about the relationship that he shares with the Father and revealing that. He reveals this so strongly between chapters 14 and into chapter 17 with what is really the Lord's Prayer, you know, that the Father and he are one. So he's giving a, a, a foreshadowing of this and what's possible in the life of the Father. So Jesus says, you know, believe me that I am in the Father and the Father is in me. 
so their life is of union. You know, we talked a little. You mentioned a little bit about mysticism. You know, the mystic, John, the mystic is that mysticism is about union. You know, it's not this airy fairy thing or new age thing. It's a it's a Christian thing. It's about the union of the Father and the Son by the Spirit. So the Father's life is in Christ. There's never outside of Christ. There's never a time where the Father and the Son were separated in all eternity that they've always been in this relationship. And, you know, the book of John starts with that, that the Father and the Son, that that in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. That is, from the beginning, from eternity, they've been in this relationship, a face-to-face relationship, or a life-inside-one-another relationship, which is hard for our human minds to grasp because when we think of persons, we think of, okay, well, you're over there. Well, right now you're in California and I'm you know, over here in Toronto or you're next to me. How can I be inside of another person? Well, the life of the Father and the Son in the Spirit is within one another, that their lives are inside of one another. Almost like if you look at cups, how cups can be stacked. Maybe that's like an analogy that they can be inside of one another. So it's this relationship that Jesus is in the Father and the Father is in him, that everything is based out of that relationship. That's what Jesus is revealing to you know, his, his disciples just before he's about to go to his crucifixion. It's all about this relationship. And then he says to them, but if you do not, you know, guys, if you're not getting this, you know, if you don't understand you, that my life is in the Father and my Father is in me, if it's too hard for your heads to wrap around that, it, he says, at least believe me because of the works themselves. So we know Jesus' works. If, I mean, if you've read the Gospels, you've obviously seen that Jesus is walking around popping out some pretty amazing things. You know, he's walking on the water. He's you know, feeding multitudes out of nothing, basically, you know, a few fish and bread, loaves of bread. He's healing people of all kinds of things. He's raising people from the dead. He's casting out demons. You know, he's, he's causing lepers, you know, noses and, and fingers to grow back on. He's doing these, these wild and amazing things. So, you know, it, if the disciples don't believe that he's actually in the Father and the Father is in him, you know, at least the works should kind of persuade you that something's going on here. And then in verse 12, Jesus makes a prophecy. He says, very truly, you know, in his language, he would say, amen, amen. He, that's a, a, a preface to a prophecy. And, you know, Jesus is not a pro- false prophet, you know. As far as I'm concerned, he wasn't a false prophet. But, you know, he makes this prophecy here. Very truly, or amen, amen, I, I tell you, the one who believes in me, so if, when we believe in Jesus, we don't cast our faith just at him, like throwing you know, a, a, a basketball or a baseball at him and hoping to get inside of him. We actually believe from the inside of Jesus, you know, because he's in us and, and we're in him. So that belief is his own belief. You know, the, the disciples couldn't understand that at that point. So the one who believes in me from within him will do the works that I do, and in fact, we'll do greater works than these because I am going to the Father. So Jesus here, he's making a prophecy. And, you know, he's not a false prophet. And last time I checked, every prophecy that he made, he got 100% true. So when he says, you can do and in fact, you'll do greater works, we may wonder what they are. Well, we can look to the scriptures and the Gospels and look into the book of Acts and see the disciples doing the works of Jesus by healing the sick and raising the dead and cleansing lepers, casting out demons, you know, and doing 
the greater works, you know, that Peter's shadow is, is healing people, you know, which, at least in the Gospels, we don't have an account of that. We have all kinds of amazing things, you know, the, the Philip uh, doing uh, teleportation, you know, transportation miracles and things like that. So as we believe within Jesus, in that relationship, you know, we're seated in Christ in the heavenly places. So everything we do is from the throne. Everything that we do is in the new Jerusalem, in the heavenly Jerusalem, you know, seated on the Father's throne. So as we realize we're spirit beings seated already in that place, that's where the miraculous starts to happen. You know, not because we're in competition with Jesus to say, hey, Jesus, you know, you only did this, but, you know, I'm doing the greater works. No, it's, it's him inside of us and flowing through us into people's lives so that the kingdom expands because this is a, a supernatural kingdom so that things can be possible that we can be in different places at different times, you know, and work miracles. You know, I've had some miracles where I've trans-relocated and I've, and I've been able to pray for people and they got healed. You know, it's, it's wild. The mind really can't understand that. But, you know, this is how Jesus works. He's in all places and everywhere, and we accompany with him everywhere he goes. So we can expect the unusual, the, you know, what some people might say mystical things to happen because the Lord wants to manifest his glory through us, you know, so that the knowledge of the glory of the the Lord covers the earth as the waters cover the sea. And this is the exciting thing about union, and everything really in the kingdom is about this union. There's no separation, that our sins have been forgiven, and that we're life, our life is clean, pure, holy inside Christ. We it are as he is, and we can flow in the confidence, the boldness, and the assurance of that truth of the gospel that we've been made sons and co-heirs with Christ to do his works with him, cooperating with him in the spirit to the glory of God the Father. Wow, wonderful stuff, man. If uh, people would like to find out more about you, track you down, check out websites, where can they find you? What is your contact information? What can you share with us? My contact information, uh, you can check out my webpage, which is uh, the ministry's webpage, wildking.org. So that's W-I-L-D-K-I-N-G.org. Uh, you can check me out on Facebook, uh, simply Eric Wilding, and uh, my location, I'm in Toronto. Uh, I also am on uh, YouTube, and you can check out my YouTube channel just by Eric Wilding. I should be the first Eric Wilding that comes up and can see uh, quite a few of the videos coming through there. Um, you can also, if you want to email me, um, you can email me at eric.wilding, W-I-L-D-I-N-G, at hotmail.com. Awesome. So listeners, Eric Wilding, you gotta check this guy out. He's got some uh, amazing insight, as you heard a second ago, and it's uh, been a pleasure to have you here today. Eric, as we're getting ready to wrap up, our final order of business here on the program is if you would please pray for our listening audience for healing specifically, but if you pick up on anything else or any kind of prophetic word, by all means, let it rip. And um, as we are uh, getting ready to roll here, would you take us to the end and uh, take us to the amen, if you will, please? Abba, Father, I thank you, Daddy, for uh, everyone listening today. I thank you for your heart for them of love, of peace, of joy that manifests in them as they live their lives in Christ. 
Father, I thank you for each and every one of them, especially people who are kind of questioning today. Father, their hearts, you know, they're seeking and they're wondering whether this this is really true, the message that's, that's being shared about healing, about love, about your goodness, Father. And I just pray into those people's lives and speak into those people's lives encouragement and truth in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for each and every one of them today, and especially those people who are seeking healing in their bodies, Father. I just speak the wholeness and life of Jesus in you. As Jesus is whole, you are whole. As Jesus is holy, you are holy. And I speak that right now to rise up and manifest in your body, in Jesus' name. Any depression, go right now in Jesus' name. Be free. Any spiritual distractions in people's lives and discouragement, any money problems, go right now in Jesus' name. And I just speak the supernatural provision from the Father's throne in the power of the Holy Spirit. some people struggling with cancer right now in Jesus' name, especially in the mouth and the jaw, in Jesus' name, I command you to go, leave, and never come back. Father, I thank you for your glory and goodness for diabetes right now in Jesus' name. Diabetes, be cured, be whole right now. Body, be whole. Bloodstream, be whole. Jesus' name. Father, I thank you that that lame legs are being cured right now in Jesus' name. That people will pick up their their books, they'll pick up their 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 things and they'll start to walk and dance, Father, that they can dance again in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you those people with asthma and allergies are being healed right now in Jesus' name. I thank you people with with uh, severe respiratory problems and asthma gone right now in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for encouragement. I thank you for truth in their lives. I thank you, Holy Spirit, for teaching each and every one of them, speaking to their hearts right now, Lord. I thank you that you show them who they are in Christ. I thank you for showing them who the Father truly is beyond all concepts of goodness, that he is love. I thank you for showing them Jesus as their bridegroom, Thank you, Lord, in Jesus' name. Father, I thank you for this program. I just speak blessings over this program, over blessings over a million, and blessings over the people who will be affected by this program today. Father, you're so good. Abba, we glorify you in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. Amen. Listeners. Thank you for checking out the program. Thank you for hanging us. Uh, sorry, every time the the guests pray, I always get like a little, uh, you know, <laughs> a, a little uh, woozy over here. So I got to pull myself together. So <laughs> make sure you check out the website at dominionfire.com, also facebook.com slash dominionfire, and uh, youtube.com slash dominionfirechurch. All of our social media stuff is listed on the website. So dominionfire.com is where you find us. Dominionfirechurch at gmail.com if you want to send us a direct message. And uh, also, don't forget that. That the entire Heal the Sick uh, podcast catalog is available at the website. Every show in its entirety. Make sure you check it out. Make sure you share it with people. Let people know we're out here. Vote on it. And uh, please help us out in that regard. So um, I want to thank Eric Wilding for being here with us today. Listeners, I thank you for being here with us today. And as we always say here on our program, boom goes Yeshua. And we'll see you next time. <laughs>